0: So just begin to relax your body. Be in a position where your back feels lifted up. And you can feel your spine rising, supporting your body. Breathing through your nose in and out, and your eyes closed. Let your hands rest in your lap. You can have your palms up or down, or you can have your right palm inside your left palm. Be aware of the body breathing. Breathe in through your nostrils. And exhale through your nostrils. With each exhale, feel your shoulders drop a little bit. So you keep relaxing. Breathe in. and let go as you breathe out. We'll do a short body scan just to help you feel yourself in your body. Feel your mind in your body, feel your body in your body. Everything we need to learn is right in this body. So the more aware we are of it, the better our practice will be, the better our understanding will be. So just start at the top of your head and move slowly down and if scanning your body side to side be aware of your the top of your head of your scalp and your hair and as you move through your head you can notice if there's tension if your scalp feels tight or your brow feels furrowed Whenever you feel tension in your body, whether it's on the surface or whether it's inside, as you exhale, just allow yourself to breathe out, a longer out-breath, and just relax. We often have a lot of tension in our face, in our jaw, so notice If your forehead is scrunched up or your eyebrows are furrowed, breathe and let go on the out-breath. You may feel tension in your jaw. Let that lower jaw drop just a fraction of an inch so your teeth aren't clenched together. into your neck. Try to feel your head balance just perfectly on top of your neck. A lot of tension we carry in our neck and then down into our shoulders. We want to pay attention to this tension. See if we can learn to let it go. Just let it drop away. Go down into each of your arms, upper arm first. Both upper arms, then down into your lower arm. Both lower arms, then into your hands. Just let your hands feel very relaxed. You can kind of wiggle your fingers Come back to your chest, your upper chest area. You can feel your body breathe. Although we're typically focusing, when we watch our breath, we're watching it, sensing it around our nostrils. Or we're watching our belly, as our belly rises on the inhale and contracts on the exhale. But we can feel it in our lungs as well. Move down into your mid-torso, your front and your back. Just be aware of your body and aware of any Uh, physical feelings in your body that might be uncomfortable or not allowing you to relax. Move down into your hips and your pelvic area. Be aware of how your sitting is supporting you. You might feel that you want to change your position. That's okay. Move down into your upper legs. Each part of your body we come to, just feel your connection with that part of your body. Move down into your lower legs. And then down through your ankles and into your feet. And I suggest you always wiggle your toes. Now just bring your attention back to your breath. Bhikkhu Bodhi talks about, now drop your mind in your body. We often don't put our mind with our body. So feel it, just like you put it in a basket or it drops down into a basket in your body. and let your breath be an anchor that you have. A, consider it a very light anchor. And whenever your mind becomes distracted, or you might start daydreaming, and when you notice that, you can come back to your breath to help you find that anchor just allow your mind to become calm, to slow down, to be peaceful. If your mind is busy, 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 or if you're new to practice, if you feel that your mind is really restless, you can count your breaths. Only count up to five. So you count in breath one, out breath one, in breath two, Out breath two. In breath three. Out breath three. In breath four. Out breath four. In breath five. Out. Five, and then start over. That can help you as long as you need it, but eventually you can let go of the counting. Your mind will keep kicking out thoughts. That's okay. That's what the mind does. But we don't need to turn those thoughts into stories. We don't need to feed those thoughts with our attention. Just be aware of the thoughts, and then just let the thoughts... Just let them go. Let them pass away. They'll rise and fall just like the breath. Keep coming back to the breath. Let your mind be awake. Feel balanced, be at peace. Now let's move to a very short metta practice. Thinking first of yourself and then we spread it out to all other beings. May I be well. May I have a happy mind. May I be content. May I feel safe. May I be peaceful. May all my loved ones, my close friends, my noble friends, all be well, all have content and happy minds. all be safe and feel safe. May they all be peaceful. Now we just allow these same feelings to just radiate out throughout the world system throughout the universe and other systems, including all living beings, human and non-human, all animals, all creatures, all spirits, beings being born and beings dying, May all living beings, human and non-human, be free from suffering and its causes, free from fear and worry and anxiety, free from hunger and thirst and the extremes of the weather. May all beings everywhere be able to care for themselves or be cared for lovingly by others. And may we all be peaceful May everything we do, everything we think, everything we say tonight be beneficial to us and to all other beings. Thank you.
1: you take
2: over. Mm-hmm. You want the mic? So, good evening everyone. Uh, how are you today? Thank you so much for being here. Uh, I think uh, today we are going to do our conversation, q class. for teaching of the Buddha, this is the time to ask. They have wonderful community here, people here, and also that. And also regular people who practice this more than uh, many, many years. So if you have any kind of questions,
1: I see um, in the chants you mentioned Buddha, Dhamma, and Sangha. The have heard Buddha, of course, but who are Dhamma and
0: Sangha? When we talk about, um, we honor and respect the Buddha, the Dhamma, the Sangha, and we find refuge in them, the Buddha we think of as our teacher, and he's a, he's a, Uh, fully enlightened, self-enlightened teacher. And so he shows us the path that we then need to follow. And then the Dhamma are the teachings themselves. And all the... uh, Dhamma can mean all things, all phenomena. So all true teachings. And uh, then the Sangha is a community of other people on the same path. Sometimes the word sangha means the monastic community, but it also means more and more now the, the entire, like this is a sangha, everybody here tonight, we're a sangha, we're a community. And we might have a little small sangha or we might have a really huge sangha. So th- that, that, th- they are the people that would be probably the best noble friends. Because we all are more like-minded. No, not necessarily. We, can, we sometimes talk about a worldwide sangha. And if it has a capital S, if it's spelled that way, that usually refers to the monastic sangha, like of all over the world.
1: Relate to as
0: far as that goes. <laughs> we're in a, in a Theravada tradition the so there's Mahayana and Vajrayana where Tibetan Buddhism is in that and uh, Mahayana is uh and Vajrayana are in kind of the same under the same umbrella small umbrella then Theravada is uh, the other and all are considered. Buddhist and the in the Buddhist uh we have the same basic, basic teachings that we all agree on. And there are lots of differences. I think I have some um thoughts about that question about
1: uh
2: um, Buddhist
1: Christian. Oh yes. Uh is this on know good. The lights
0: on. Say something and we'll tell you.
3: also not here in the United States, and another sub-school
2: traditions are following the same teaching of the Buddha. We call four numbers through ten, eight, four, five. And it is kind of uh, water. When you put water in the jar, we call jar of water. When you put water in the bottle, we call bottle of water. Then we can change the shape, but we can you know, uh, say, put a different name for the Buddha. And uh, Buddhism like water. Tradition is different. But they are using the same teaching of the Buddha, uh, main teaching of the Buddha, four noble truths and eightfold path. So, I have some thoughts for the first question about triple gems. Um, and we, as a human being, we need three things, I hope, all the time. So, first one is we need a teacher. Second one is we need a guideline. Third one is we need a normal friendship. That's why we say Buddha Dhamma Sangha. Buddha indicate uh, uh, teacher. Dhamma indicate like guideline. Sangha you know friendship. So those are the uh, three things we uh born to uh, own in our life. So, uh, Buddha told, uh, you know, one day a branch of monks came to Buddha and they asked Buddha after he died, Buddha died, after you died, who became a Buddha? Then Buddha said, nobody. Then they asked again who became a, a teacher for the monks and nuns this community. Then Buddha said, teaching, guidelines. That's it. Buddha put his teaching as his teacher. And we need some guidelines to uh, you know, live very happy in this world. Uh, that's why we are enjoying our life because we have some personal guidelines. So and also we need some good novel friendships things that
3: tell yourself down but you will find that it will stop
0: I think Todd's answer was good, but you can you, you just start where you are <clears throat> with whatever kind of mind you have. And and we all probably would say we had crazy minds before we started this practice. And the the bad thing is if you say my mind is too crazy, I can't meditate. And a lot of times people say that. They they give up before they've tried. So you just keep You just keep working with it little little by little. I
1: hope you can hear me. Okay, the Dalai Lama. What is his relationship to
0: Buddha? Well, that's probably very personal between him and the Buddha. (laughs) The, Todd would have to answer that. I don't I don't really know.
3: Something like that. And he's also the head of the blue, The High School, is the Yellow Ads. There's four schools of Buddhism and Tibetan Buddhism, and that's one of the biggest schools of the yellow hats. So he's that school. And he's also an animation of the glory sata
1: of Chen which
0: is And that's also Kuan Yin, right? His. Yeah. Yeah. So it's No, he's a teacher. He, t- he definitely teaches. That's he loves to teach. But he in, in our tradition, he's not. He is. He doesn't hold any kind of a position in our tradition. But he is. A, he's a monastic, like we are, but in a different. You know, a different uh, group with lineages and things that we don't really talk about in the Theravadan tradition. We respect him. I think most. Uh, I think most of us respect him, and really love opportunities to, you know, be in an audience where he where he's speaking. Mm-hmm. Can you hear behind can you guys hear Todd? I didn't think so. They can't hear you, Todd. Okay. <laughs> Did you hear him say that? I don't know. It's it's on, but I think you have to be right on top of it because it there's no speaker no. to it the back. The for
1: Zoom. The
0: oh, your his mic is only for Zoom? for Zoom?
1: Okay. Anyone have a didn't hear
0: I think I think I think most of what you said they haven't heard. Most of what I said they didn't hear? I think yes, I think so. In, uh,
1: the <laughs> They're good. They're good to go.
0: Well, I think we don't really, it's, it's, it, it's, there have been uh, stories about people who remember things or recognize things, but those are, those are stories, you know, it, I mean, nobody's asked to believe those or not. I know culturally there are a lot of stories that cause people, and it, it, they're less American stories than they are from other cultures, but we don't have any, any, I guess unless you remember something and it's your you remember something, then it then definitely that might be true for you. But that that's like that to me is an unanswerable question. One of those things that we just we don't really know. And whatever whatever we do have have rebirth in is not going to be you know, everything changes even even Whatever it is, there's a kind of energy maybe that goes into another uh, unfinished business. It our unfinished business is what moves moves forward, and it would not be we wouldn't recognize that. So it because everything keeps changing and changing all the time. So I think we have to. It's something that we don't. It's difficult to talk about it a lot because we don't really know until we, I guess, experience it. That's what I've been. That's what I've read, and different teachers talk about. Is that it's the it's uh, the comp. If if we haven't if we haven't balanced out, worked off all of our the, everything we've done, then we'll have we'll go we'll have another rebirth or several or you know I who knows how many. And uh, when we when we become fully liberated spiritually, when we when we've done all of that work then there's no more rebirth
1: and
0: Oh, they're not is rebirth possible as well as what Yes, yes it would it is yeah it's there's not it's not like a a nice progression upward you know through. the the best birth to have is a human birth, because we can actually work with our minds, uh, and and really take care of a lot of that unfinished business. <laughs> uh huh. No, they're not dumb. I mean, a lot of it we just we don't we don't know for sure. So, um, I think I think that's true, wouldn't you say, Todd? That there's a bit pretty big imprint if you've got the. Uh, That's Todd's inter- that's Todd's personal feeling. <laughs>
2: come from one of the discourses of the Buddha in the two people came to Buddha. They were friends. Uh, they came to Buddha and one of the friends said, Buddha, Buddha, this is my friend, he is so kind, he lives like a dog, he eats like a dog, he sleeps like a dog. Because in India, in India, there are so many religions. When you visit you know, India, right now you can see that with the traditions. So these two people, one person lives like a dog, other person lives like a goat. Okay. These two people came to Buddha and asked to Buddha, this is my friend, he lives like a dog. He eats like a dog, dogs are not wearing clothes and he he, he like that, then uh, he asked Buddha after that, Buddha tell us after he died, when he, where he goes, then Buddha said, don't ask this question, Buddha said three times, don't ask this question. But he he was he asking that question. Then Buddha said, "Okay, now he lives like a dog, eats like a dog, sleeps like a dog. After he died, exactly he born he will born like a dog because that his attitude and behavior going like that. So then that person was a." Oh, After he was crying. Then he asked Buddha. Buddha, dear Buddha, this is my friend. He lives lives like a god. He is like like a god. He speaks like a god. After he died, what happened to him? Then Buddha, you know, said, don't ask. But he was keep asking the same question, then Buddha said. I'm so sorry, after he died, he was born he like a god. I think you now you can understand this of the day. So, it was, you know, one wonderful sutta, big sutta, I you know, just summarized. And we can see that, you know, when we read that story, we can do something, okay. If we build up, you know, human nature in our mind, If you believe you have a life, you will become a good person, human being. If you have some kind of animal nature in your life, in your mind, exactly you will become animal. We can see a lot of people, some animals, especially dogs, they have human nature. Right? (laughs) And one day they will become like, you know, human. Who knows? And this is the story. We can learn a lot of things from this story, actually. And that's why Buddha asks us to, you know, be mindful about your action, your speech, your behavior. Every time, all the time. Just build up your human quality human nature. Be a good person to yourself That's that So this, this is the story I can give you. Anything else? Yes. Yeah. I got a long way to go
1: before I die. I don't know what you're talking about. So way before COVID, if anybody you get um there was um many um meditation sessions about the precepts. So if I'm gonna act like a good person, the precepts will help me to do that. Are you gonna do
0: that again? The we had yeah. you know, I did the whole summer mm-hmm. about the pre precepts. Isn't it October
1: when you have Yeah. a lot of reminders, (laughs) especially good speech, or right speech.
0: (laughs) Harmonious speech. Harmonious is a good word to use, I think, instead of right. I'm always looking for words to use instead of Right. if you you know the buddha certainly didn't tell people not to have families or not to have you know he he talks often about uh friendship noble friendship is all of the path so our relationships with other people are are the most important thing that we can learn from but um, if the an attachment that we if we have an attachment to something that uh we're, we're, we don't, we don't recognize in that connection that those same laws apply to that, that person or that thing. Somebody may have an attachment to money or to power or to fame or you know, it's more than just to their family. But if they don't realize that we everything that we love, we eventually lose, you know we'll lose our loved ones. Uh, they may die the the they may a hurricane may blow the house down, and you know you may lose everything you have so if we if we're so attached that we forget about those laws of laws of nature really, then that's you know we're putting we're putting too much into that uh connection like we we're in denial about the reality of that of that that part of our lives. And then that causes more suffering. So even with people we love or a job we love, we have to be aware of that all the time, which makes it more precious. But then when, if when we lose it, which we will, then they'll lose us. You know, we, ha- we have to deal with that. We have to recognize that that's the reality of all, of, of all living beings, of all conditioned things. Does that does that help? Yeah, it's just you know I've done so much
1: research through different sections and sects of Buddhism that it's, it's kind of hard to I guess like how would you characterize a romantic relationship then? And it's not even attachment because I mean
0: can't be Ultimately, I think ultimately now it ultimately it would the balance that we have to find. Uh, would a person, maybe probably not in this lifetime, maybe several down the road, that that you would probably not have that kind of attachment. You know, you would, that that would that too would be. You that's why dear friends are wonderful, but attachments like a, a sexual relationship or um, like a passionate love affair would just not fit in with the, that spirit the spiritual path at that point. But then, but it wouldn't be because you would be forced to give it up. You just wouldn't be. That wouldn't be the place you were in in your head.
2: And now, also, I like to uh, give very you know, small example. Just simply, you know, when you attach something in your hand like that, you know, little while your arm is you getting now more tired. Much. Is it good or bad. Beautiful or ugly? whatever you know getting you are getting higher exhaust. But you when you put it down, then you can enjoy yourself. No more pain. So Buddha, Buddhism teaching us to, you know, put all the things down and enjoy yourself. Look in those things.
0: Yeah, I do. It, it because ultimately that balance is the most is very very important, and that's that's uh, we think we call it equanimity or equipoise. So that's 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 part of that, and that's like one of the hardest thing. That's one of the very hardest things to achieve. So it's not a matter of. of Denying ourselves anything at that point—it's just something that we've we've let go of naturally.
2: I think relationship okay. The problem is acceptation. Is what? Acceptation. What, what we do then? We Ex- are expectation. expectation. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: That is a big problem. We can do the all the uh, you know things, but we have to do to others. And Buddha always suggested to do the. Uh, and to our parents to our family, friends society Uh, and he never uh, told to us, okay you have to um, make some hope from them. if I do this definitely they have to do this for me and that is a big problem that we all have don't make any kind of uh, expectations that is a big
1: Others around you or situations around you, like we're always trying to find that, that middle path. So, being able to recognize that even if you're in a relationship, if I'm here, the most important people right now are the people that I'm with
0: right now. So, an attachment to me is extreme where you can't. Yeah, I focus think like Bonte was saying that if you have to you're like clinging to something so so you can't you can't really there's no rest in it there's no there's no peace in that because it's so important to hang on to it yeah Yeah, and even with our, even as a mother, because I have, I mean, I, I I have two children. They're adults. They're in their thirties. But you know what we what when our children are younger, we we really feel that attach we're attached to them because we're so responsible for them. But as they grow up and get older, that attachment is not healthy. And and really, for the sake of the child and for the parent, letting that attachment needs to. Needs to really, we've got to pull back, or we're not allowing them to be their own person. So in that sense, that attachment can become unhealthy. But the separate, the putting, the but we're always connected with them. That that never changes. You know, that's 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 a, a family. That familial relationship is very important. But it's uh, it's whether that's a healthy. Connect, the, the connection is vital, but it needs to be a healthy connection. Which as
1: a connection.
0: And a yeah, I think that's a beautiful way to put it. And a healthy connection, because you know, all of us know talk, have seen toxic relationships where you know it, it, it might look good on the surface, but you know it's not healthy because there's too much. Uh, too, holding on, yeah. it's like he's yeah. holding on too tight.
2: That's why I like that Bante uh, 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 says, uh, empty empty, happy, happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> when you empty, empty something, you know, then you can happy. So when you're
0: playing with you no know, happiness, there. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I think time is up. Time yeah. is up, yeah. Uh, yeah.
4: Okay, uh, thank you so much for being here. To, now, we are going to do very quick blessings for you all. Uh, this all the power of blessing be with you. May you be well, happy and peaceful. May not harm come to you. May not disillusion this chant. Concentrate your mind. Bhavatu <laughs> sabbha RANKANTU SABBHA DEVATA SABBUDDHANU BAVINA SADHASUTTI BHAVANTUTTI BHAVATU SABBHA MANGALAM Prankantu sabh devata sabh dhammanu bhavena Sada sotti bhavantuti bhavatu sabh mangalam Rangkantu sabbha devata sabbha sangha nubhavena sadha May you be well, happy and peaceful. Thank you very much. Thank you, Vikuni. Thank you, Tad. Have a good night.